Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Don't Stop Us Now. I'm Greta Thomas. And I'm Claire Hatton. We're all about producing content where you can be inspired by and learn from amazing female entrepreneurs and leaders to help you achieve and even exceed your career goals. Before we begin this week's episode, though, it would mean a huge amount if you could rate and review our show if you haven't already. Consider it as your kind deed for the day. And we'd love to hear from you. So why not follow us or message us on LinkedIn? Mention the podcast and we'll be all ears. And now enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's mini episode. You know, one thing we've been doing this past quarter is immersing ourselves in the world of venture capital. We're taking part in a couple of programs that are all about encouraging people to learn more about and become angel investors. And angel investing is where you invest in really early stage companies. Often they don't even have a product out in the market yet, and they're still trying to get that product market fit right. Exactly. You know, and one thing we've noticed with some of the startups we've been exposed to in this past quarter in particular, you know, is that challenge in those really early days of finding a compatible co-founder or co-founders whom you can really work with for the long term, you know, particularly when the pressure's turned on. Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of pressure. And in those really early days when founders come together, say in a founder program like Antler, which is almost like an incubator for startups, we're seeing, and it's normal to see, quite a lot of founders break up and disagree over the direction they should be heading in. Yeah. And there can be quite a bit of grief in that process too. Certainly can. But it got us asking ourselves, how do you create a good working relationship that'll last the test of time if you have co-founders, you know, because it is usually way better to have one or more co-founders than to be a solo founder, just so you can combine different skill sets and strengths and that sort of thing. Yeah. And one person we immediately thought of was serial entrepreneur, Leslie Eccles, who with her four other co-founders built a blockbuster business called FanDuel. We spoke to Leslie on the podcast about a year ago, and she has some amazing stories and experiences. If you haven't heard that episode already, Yeah, that's for sure. Here's Leslie now on how they made the pretty unusual scenario of having a total of five co-founders work. Often when I mention five co-founders, people kind of flinch and think, yikes. But we're still friends. We, you know, we survived it and survived it intact. I don't know how, honestly. I think it was just everyone was just genuinely a nice person and and well-meaning and good-hearted and we all came at it from a place of goodness and you know we all pulled our weight I described the team as kind of like blood brothers where we just banded together and figured it out Wow. And did you have any sort of really clear, for want of a better term, you know, rules of engagement as well as your contractual obligations or your, you know, the shareholding agreement? Did you have something like that that really helped create a way of resolving tricky situations? 
we did have legal documents, but I, I don't really think that that was what made it work. I think the fact that the five of us had clearly defined roles was really helpful. So there was an obvious, you know, Rob was a designer, I was a marketeer, Nigel was a CEO, Tom was front-end engineer, Chris was back-end engineer. You know, that just worked. And one of the things that I learned pretty early on is as long as everyone's aligned with the same objectives, then you're literally rowing in the same direction. It's whenever different objectives are at play that heads start to butt. Big one for us was between marketing and product. If marketing's relying on product to do things for, for marketing and yet products objectives are slightly different to marketing's, then your priorities are different. And so it's really difficult to get things done. So making sure that everyone's aligned on, you know, what are the key objectives for the quarter or the year? That was a really important learning early on for us. Leslie's story is really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it sounds like they did all the right things up front in terms of the legal agreements, but it was that clarity in who does what And then no doubt a bit of luck in terms of all being able to agree and align on key strategic decisions for the business in the years they were together as a team. Exactly. And not to mention still remain friends after that, you know, extraordinary length of time and, you know, pretty painful exit, but you'll have to listen to the main episode to hear about that story. You know, that upfront agreement on shareholdings, but also then upfront agreement on how you'll resolve disagreements can be really valuable. You know, we had another of our guests, Adina Jacobs. She's been running her successful tech accessories business for decades now with her business partner. And she says they agreed pretty early on a pre-agreed process for handling those times when they just didn't agree on an important decision. And although they've never had to use it and stuff, but it has really been very important for them to move forward smoothly. Yeah. And and even though they haven't had to use the mediator, they both agreed on if they reached a stalemate. Yeah. You know, knowing that they had a process in place has been really important to them. And, you know, I, I was thinking actually when we started working together, we actually did put quite a lot of work into agreeing, you know, our principles and our vision of the business. And we didn't get to the point where we had a pre-agreed process for handling conflicts yeah no but I think that was really important well what we really tried to do and we had a third party like you know someone facilitate for us help us kind of get very clear that we were aligned on what the type of goals and objectives were you know the sort of business in three five years time etc would look like just so that you know we started out with all the right foundations in place yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more well That's this episode done and dusted. Stay tuned next week for an awesome and advice-packed conversation with former Google country manager, Joe Flynn. Oh, you'll love Joe, trust us. Now stay safe, have a great week and ciao for now. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 